from the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs. This is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, folks. This is Locked On Chiefs, part of the Locked On Network, and we're going to have a great show for you today. We are spotlighting players in this time while everybody's away. Before they get back to training camp, we're going to give you our thoughts on two individuals and how they can affect this team this year. I'm going to talk about Willie Gay a little bit. You know, he's on my list. Um, and we have some news as well. We're going to cover a little bit of how it affects the Chiefs coming up here. I love it when you uh, interrupt yourself with that. That's awesome. You know, hey, that's the way that it goes. Because <laughs> people tell me I interrupt you and I'm like, that's sometimes. But sometimes Ryan just goes... So, you know, the mouse doesn't always cooperate, uh, mostly, but yeah. not always. So it is what it is. Um, that said, really interested in these guys today that we're going to go over. But the Chiefs made a move that um, I think putting Laura Krug as the executive vice president, and the chief marketing officer. You've seen the Chiefs made a lot of changes over the last few years. Obviously, the Super Bowl is going to do that. But in the way that they market the team, the way that they outreach to not only Chiefs Kingdom, but what is a more national audience at this point with the number of primetime games that they get? I think this is a really interesting thing, and it goes along with the Chiefs being, again, leaning more and more forward into more female coaches, now more female executives. I think this is a good thing for the organization. I would agree with that. I think that you look at this situation, and it makes a lot of sense that they're moving her up into an executive VP role. I think she's played a big part in their branding over the past couple of years, and I think she's going to continue, obviously, to play a very big part in their branding. Uh, so I like the move, and I, honestly, I kind of like that they made it outside of the norm of all the other moves that they made. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a completely different uh, place in the business but it's also it also makes it more of a spotlight for her than it would have if they would have done it with all the other ones yeah agreed and you know the the roles for the business group under mark donovan versus the front office under brett veach versus the staff underneath andy right everybody's under andy at the end of the day but anyway um they are very different not only work roles but work areas like Mm -hmm. it's a whole different vibe to be in one of those other roles now i agree with you i like that they set it apart they also got a section of I-35 uh, near the Truman Sports Complex named after Joe Delaney. That went up today as well, if you guys missed that. I, I do want to say this. I always, I, I'll never, I never forget Joe Delaney, but I always forget the day. I always know it's like right towards the end of July, but I always forget what day it was. Um, but I, I like isn't seeing, isn't the right word, but I enjoy seeing it. And that's probably not even the right word. I enjoy seeing the story every year. Yeah. Um, that that is a very heroic action to give up your life and be willing to give up your life for kids that you don't even know. So um, I'm glad that they were able to get that highway named after him as well. And it should be, it should be celebrated. I'm glad that they do. Um, I'm also glad, sorry. I also think it was important that the team basically retired his number. I mean, they haven't essentially retired, retired his number, Mm -hmm. but they haven't issued it since. Yeah. And I like that too. We're starting to hear some noise elsewhere. Um, we'll have a Tyron Matthew update for you here when something actually official oh, he occurs. Si- he signed something, didn't he? Well, yeah, I think he said it was a landscape. Oh, come on. Why do you have to steal my thunder like that? <laughs> because, I mean, hey, when it happens, we're going to break it down for you guys. But it, there are rumblings that it's coming. But before that, I'm really intrigued because um, the conspiracy theory of who's going to be on Hard Knocks this year for HBO is is really picking up steam. And the Chiefs are not one of them. They, they can't be. They're on the exempt list because of playoff uh, appearances. There's not many teams. In fact, there's only five options. But one of them I find really intriguing from a Chiefs point of view is that 
you could see maybe the team that could be involved in the biggest trade in the last five years be involved. The Broncos are up for it. They're eligible and evidently interested. Right now, I'm not sure I want to watch a QB battle between Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. But that doesn't that doesn't strike you as must see TV. I mean, no, come on. no, but I want to watch George Payton go through the process right. of acquiring Aaron Rodgers. And especially if it does have I mean, that's much ado about nothing if nothing ever comes of it, right? But if it does happen, it gives us as Chiefs loyalists and the country as a whole a glimpse into what it's going to mean for the Chiefs to compete with that team. And I think that's important. And don't forget that it's not only Aaron Rodgers that's a possibility. Deshaun Watson's still a possibility as well. True. Uh, lesser so maybe, but I think he's still an option. And we did get a little bit of an Aaron Rodgers update. It does sound like uh, pro football talk. Mr. Mike Florio is stating that Aaron Rodgers is not going to opt out this week. So he's not going to do that. And honestly, I get it from the perspective of he wants to play. But man, if I could guarantee myself all that money that's just sitting there, I think I would probably do it. I th- yeah, yeah, I can understand where you come from. I think at the end of the day, he but is he's he's got enough money, but yeah, I mean, I I don't I can't see him doing it either. I mean, you have maybe what? I mean, you you're coming off the best season of your career, arguably, clearly the most um, justification according to the league of your career. And you might have two or three good ones left in you at your age. I mean, I, I, I'd push it myself. You could, you could use, but you could also use this year to basically get your body right and maybe extend your career. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, your, your girlfriend's fifteen years younger than you. Um, you have a job yeah. waiting for you on television. Um, like, I don't know, man. I, I tried to live it up as long as I was, you know, the last few years as long as I'm young. But even if he doesn't. The glimpse inside to the Broncos organization that could be on First Knox, I think, will be really telling and give us first a Knox. better First Knox. Did I say that's, that? what, wow. that's what you said? Hard Knox. Good Lord. Hey, HBO, if you'd like to sponsor me, I'll get your name right. Um, then <laughs> um, and only from this other standpoint, because I think this could also be the turning of the tide for Von Miller. Um, the end is approaching for him. I think Vic Fangio is a solid coach, especially given that he is defensive side i think they'll they'll milk every last ounce of talent out of him um and the transition to chubb i think it would be something to garner some information on um and then they also drafted quinn miners so like i, I wouldn't mind seeing quinn again yeah i could see that I, I you have you just and you're in Broncos country so it would be a little bit more of a homecoming type thing for you as well yeah and make the other half of my family happy. That's about all I can say. Well, at least you could have somebody to watch it with, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. You know, and watching it is not something that uh, goes easily. Betting might be, and bet online is the fastest, easiest way for you to get on the sports action. I'm pretty sure there's props out there about what happens with Aaron Rodgers and whether it's Denver or not. But there's also the baseball season, obviously the NBA, everything, including UFC and MMA. MMMMMA? Yes, that's. I think that's the way you say that. Yeah, too many M's. But you can bet on it all. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get your chance to get in the game as the, the teams prep for their playoff runs, for their training camps, for every contest that they have coming. Head over to the website, and you can use your laptop or your phone or whatever you want to use, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your deposit. So whatever you deposit, you get 50% plus on top of it for free. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and please use that promo code LOCKEDON. That'll let them know that you got it from us, and you get that 50%. 
Now we need to start. I think you get to go first today. Well, maybe you tell me if you're this, ready. Let's spotlight two guys. And this is why Ryan talks. You think his talking is bad at times. Just yeah. try seeing his writing. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, honestly, the guy I want to spotlight, um, we've talked about him a lot in the offseason already. But to me, uh, this is a make it or break it year for this guy. And I think that he could really help the Chiefs uh, take a huge step forward if he's able to take a step forward in his career. Uh, I'm not expecting a huge push for him. Uh, but I do think that, you know, Byron Pringle is a guy that you definitely need to be watching this offseason. Yeah. And he needs to have a big camp. He's going to have an opportunity to be the number two wide receiver. Um, yeah. Say what you want about McCall Hardman. McCall Hardman's more of a inside receiver and more of a slot receiver. Uh, Byron Pringle has the ability to play outside, and, and Pringle can play in the slot. He can play all the positions. He knows them all. But this is a huge year for him. Yeah, I mean, this could be, make like you said, make it or break it for him. Well, this um, could determine whether or not he gets a contract somewhere. Right, and we got to remember, he's a little bit older than everybody else. What is he, 27 now, going to be 28 during the season? Yep. I mean, that's it's funny when it's funny when they drafted him. I was like, "Oh man, this guy's got speed!" And, and yet, you still have Tyree Kill and Michael Hardman. Yeah, <laughs> he's still fast, but he's not he's not the burner type. And I think that you look at his role in the offense this year, and I do think that it's going to be something that he has to take a step forward. He has to show up, and he has to be able to get open when he, when his number is called. And that's something he's he's been pretty good at. I mean, he's not a breakaway. He doesn't run, you know, break ankle routes. Yep. But the other thing, and everybody wants to compare the other guy that he's fighting to uh, for this spot, who gets to line up the most with Hill and Hardman, is Demarcus Robinson. And that's something that Robinson doesn't run the, the breakiest routes either. He's very good at the ad-lib portion of Patrick Mahomes' game and matching what his quarterback's doing. But so is Pringle. I remember that that throw right at the sideline where Pringle had to come back out of the back of the end zone up to the, the actual goal line made that touchdown catch. Like Pringle has that ability to, I guess the Colts. Yeah. And that was a, that was a play that I remember Chris Collins were sitting there going, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes throws for a touchdown. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And him and Al Michaels were sitting there talking about only Patrick Mahomes can make that play. And I agree with you. I think that you, you saw Pringle has the ability to get open. He has the ability to, uh, shake away and get space for the ball to be to come into him and, and for Patrick to hit him. Uh, but really, it's got to be more consistent. He's got to step forward. And if he can get to 800 yards this year, which would be a huge boost for him, uh, I think that would be fantastic for this offense, especially considering, uh, you know, you start looking at what Sammy brought. Sammy didn't get near 800 yards most years. Uh, and you also have to take into account Kansas City is also going to have Hardman, who should hopefully be taking on a bigger role if he knows where he's supposed to be all the time. And then you have a guy like Noah Gray, who I think actually is going to take some catches as well. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be very intriguing to see how the wide receiver core shakes out. And we haven't even talked about the other guys that they added to this roster that even weren't even here last year. Yeah. And, and that's my question because like, I, I think the kick return duty, the punt return duties are going to be spread out. I don't want to see Pringle doing that because I think it, it actually helps him offensively if he's not, responsible for the returns but then you have guys like Callaway and Doris Fountain that might be in there as well but what do you see happening to Pringle what's your your guess right now I think I've got him chalked in above Demarcus Robinson I think he's the number two wide receiver I think he's by default the number two wide receiver I don't think that you can put it on Robinson because Robinson just disappears at times 
the Chiefs might put it on Robinson. I just, I've never thought that Robinson was going to be, I guess I can't say I've never thought. I, I haven't thought in the past couple of seasons that Robinson was going to take a step forward and really show out. He's had opportunities, and he continues to have opportunities, and Kansas City keeps giving him opportunities. Uh, and, and maybe he's going to be the guy that's going to be here for the next two or three seasons and just continue getting one-year contracts because nobody's going to offer him a long-term deal because he is maybe just slightly above average, but not enough to get a big deal from another team. Yeah, and I think there's – as much as I think Mahomes helps recruit guys to come here in free agency, et cetera, I think it also is kind of a, a deterrent for other teams who are like, well, okay, we don't have a dynamic quarterback like that. Right. And a lot of the things that you do are off of his mobility. Maybe that is, is detrimental to his value outside of this organization. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a great point. How many of his catches have come from Mahomes scrambling around and just, you know, doing crazy crap? Yeah. Because it happens. I mean, his no-look pass, his official no-look pass that everybody talked about against the Ravens, that was to Robinson. So, yeah. uh, and that was an ad-lib play that wasn't, you know, obviously designed that way. So, uh, a lot of his catches come that direction. And, you know, he don't get me wrong. He's got some plays where it's bigger plays that he's beating coverages. Uh, there was one a couple of years ago against the Raiders where he bought, he beat him for a long touchdown, but I'm pretty sure nobody was around him at the time. The one I'm thinking of anyway, uh, and it was a blown coverage. Yeah. I mean, and he's made progress too. He, he's run that, that skinny post last year um, for a touchdown. That was a nice route. If he can do that continually, maybe Pringle has more competition, but but he has to he has to catch the tough balls. Yeah. How many of Mahomes's, you know, amazing magician type plays has he dropped? That's a good. That question. have been put in on his numbers. Yeah. I mean, and that unfortunately we've seen that over the years with a couple of players who ended up yeah. not being here that long. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, coming up on the backside of this, I want to talk about Willie Gay because I think he's at a pivotal point as well. Um, also want to ask you guys if you would check out Locked on NFL this week as well. I'm over there on Thursday and it's going to be kind of a fun show. Uh, I'm going to put some things on their head, so I think you guys will dig that. But you'll also dig being able to get all the parts that you need for your car or truck from one spot and not having to go to different stores and see who's got what in stock. That spot is rockauto.com. I use them all the time when I need to fix up the truck because I have this tendency to, you know, nudge things, I like to call it, (laughs) like trees and things like that. So bumpers, taillights, those are in my repertoire, my reorder list there pretty quick. And this is why you drive a truck. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Um, But it does save you time. And it's it's one place that you can go to get it. So why spend 50 or 100% more just because you have a brick and mortar store that you can get it from? Go to rockauto.com. It's a family business that's been doing this for 20 years, and they have everything for you. Their prices are reliably low, and they're for every customer, no special exceptions. You don't have to be a professional. Go explore their website, and I think you'll find what you're looking for. Go to rockauto.com and get all the parts that you need for your car right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box. That'll help us and let them know that we sent you. They have amazing prices, reliably low all the time, and all the parts your car is ever going to need. rockauto.com. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and I will continue saying that over and over again because it is just simply phenomenal. Ryan's got a stash next to his desk, and he always has them there. I still don't know how they last, but good for you, sir. What's your favorite Bill Bar flavor? Coconut brownie chunk. By far, they have nine deli- delicious flavors that they normally have. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there is something for everyone. 
It's very soft chocolate. It's easy to chew. You need to try these if you haven't already. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're also healthy too. Most of the flavors have only 17 gra- or have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and four grams of net carbs. While other, while a couple of the other flavors have 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, just five grams of sugar, and five grams of net carbs. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty and all very healthy. You need to go order Bill Bar today at BillBar.com. And use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, I hope that Willie Gay has been using Built Bars because he needs to keep that physique up. He's got the physical tools. I think he showed that in enough flashes in 2020 to be pretty optimistic about 2021. The only Physically, problem, yes. The question is mental. Right, exactly. The only problem, there was that little injury at the end. Mm-hmm. So that was a knee. I would like to have seen him get those playoff reps. I think yeah. that would have taken his development and, and give it a little boost. Like for right now, hopefully it left him hungry. From what we heard about OTAs, Willie was out there running around um, multiple positions he was repping at. We'll see if that holds true in camp or not. I'm going to be really interested. That's really the first hurdle for me with Willie Gay. Where do you line him up, and do you line him up consistently, or has he gotten the mental part of the game down enough that he can bop around and play multiple roles? Yeah, and that's always going to be the question when it comes into Willie Gay in that situation, and honestly, a lot of rookies. And he was in a situation where he didn't have a normal rookie season uh, because of COVID, and that, I think, also set him back a little bit. Obviously, people wanted to get him on the field. Obviously, fans wanted to get him on the field. But they're not going to put somebody on the field that isn't ready, and they're not going to put somebody on the field that doesn't know where they're supposed to be. And I'm not trying to be critical of the guy because it's very hard to pick up a defense, especially as a rookie. Uh, It takes a different type of player to be able to step in week one and start as a rookie, and I wasn't ever really thinking that he was going to do that. I was hopeful. But I do think that going forward, I think he'll be in a much better position. And honestly, the thing that I'm excited about, and I know we're talking about Willie Gay, but I'm excited about how he – transitions and tries to bring Nick Bolton along with him Mm -hmm. because he has a better idea as to what Bolton is going to be going through. It's going to be a little bit different for Bolton because Bolton doesn't have the same COVID issues that Willie Gay had uh, in the protocols and whatnot, but it's still going to be a situation where Willie Gay can actually jump into a leadership role pretty quickly. It it is. And I like that you put the Nick Bolton twist on it too, because that's that looks to be the tandem of the future, right? Mm-hmm. But right now we have to see Willie take the step forward and become the tandem of the now. Right. Hitch isn't going to come off the field if they have a choice. So can Willie play well enough, fast enough, mentally be in the correct place and still play instinctually? Has the game slowed down enough for him to be a guy that they opt to leave on the field in the four two five and not necessarily go to dime and drop Dan Sorensen down there to be the other guy in the box? That's the first hurdle for me that I want to see come camp is, is he running in that four two five base with Hitch all the time? If he is, then he's on track to become the player that I think we all think he can be. Yeah, and I think that that's a great question, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch camp and watch how that plays out in camp. It's going to also be a lot of fun to watch him in preseason games because that's one thing we didn't get to see last year. We did get to see him in games a little bit, but you don't get the preseason games where he's playing half the game or three-fourths of the game, which you, he would have had last year. That is really a detriment to him and his ability to step in and play last year. 
And now you're in a situation where Nick Bolton is going to be doing basically the same thing, except for this time he's going to get the preseason game. So I fully expect we'll see a lot of him on the field. So my question will become, will they leave Willie on the field enough to play with Nick Bolton, you know, towards the end of the first quarter, beginning of second quarter, those types of times. So those two can get some reps together in an actual game situation. Because I think that could play a pivotal role going forward. Well, yeah, especially Anthony hasn't played full seasons. What, the last two years he's at least missed a game. So there's going to be an opportunity there. And everything that we've heard about Nick Bolton is he's going to be repping in with the top three. Whether it's at Will or Sam, he and Willie, like, again, where they line them up, I think will be pivotal in that as well. But for Willie to have that, that other guy that will be eventually the middle that is going to call the rest of the defense for him. I think that's key to get those reps now too. I, I completely agree with you. The question is, do you think that that gets limited because it's only three preseason games this year? I'm still caught on the fact that you actually completely agree with me, but uh, I, take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. Okay. Well, I'm just not used to it. <laughs> um, no, I do. I do think that it's going to be a limited but I do think that there's stuff in camp that they can do that will adjust for that as well. Because don't forget, they're likely to give Hitchens and some of the older veterans days off in camp. Mm-hmm. And those are going to be days where I think Willie and Bolton are really going to have a lot of time together. And you can get those reps in training camp that's close enough to game speed uh, if they're running the right drills that I think it'll be okay for them and, and they'll get some of that there. I don't know how many reps they're going to get in in the preseason. And, and honestly, Willie Gay might not play in the third preseason game. Yeah. And that feels weird to say because it used to be that everybody played in th- the third preseason game for the most part. Nobody played in the fourth. Well, now I don't know that you're going to have most of them play in the third preseason game. So now you're really only down to two games and your dress rehearsal becomes week two. Yeah. That's the big question is how's Andy going to attack that? Because I think there's a lot of theories all around the league, but until we know what Coach Reed wants to do, we're just going to have to see it happen. And I agree with you. I, like, I would keep it pretty light week three. I just don't know if he's going to forego anything. Maybe it's a series. Maybe it's just platooning there for like, you know, a quarter yeah. or a couple of series. Yeah, could be. I, I do think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch those two grow and watch those two on the field together. Uh, really, the question then becomes, if those two are the future at the linebacker position, who's the next guy that they're going to add? Because you and I have talked about it. Hitchens is probably gone after this year, at least from what we – have seen and expect. So they're going to have to add somebody else. So the mm-hmm. question is, is are they going to go out and draft another guy? Cause that would be a very young fun linebacking group. If they play the way that they played in college, it would be. Um, and I think especially if you, if you were to draft another guy in the Willie Gabe mold, the Uber athlete that doesn't have to be as cerebral, that doesn't have to be as um, field general ish as, as Nick Bolton will eventually take over for Hitchens. I think that makes sense. So, Again, maximize Willie that you have him now. See if you can add to that coming up. I think that's going to be great. Well, and you probably are going to also be looking at a linebacker that is specialized in coverage in somewhat. Mm -hmm. Because Willie is going to cover people, but he's not specialized in that. And I think there are going to be linebackers that you could look at in the future that will be more specialized in that role, which would give you three guys that have three different skill sets, which is what you want in this defense. Yeah, it's again, you know, building like the the basketball team, like they talk about wide receivers. Everybody has some overlap, but everybody has different pluses to their game that they can then utilize for spags. I like that. I'm excited about it. We want to know if you guys are excited about it. You can leave comments on the YouTube channel. can leave your reviews at iTunes. You can hit subscribe. Oh, yeah. Like, subscribe, do the thing on YouTube. That I always forget that part. I'm trying to get you. Mr. YouTuber yourself. And I'm not always forget that. 
this is the locked on mode. You know, for all of you on Apple and Spotify and Odyssey, we're glad you're here. Nothing's changing. You're always going to have this show in audio as well. But you get to see Chris's smiling face if you come over to YouTube. So, well, at least sometimes smiling. Um, (laughs) That said, uh, hit all of those. If you would sub, that would be great on the YouTube channel. If you would give us an iTunes review, especially the ones that have five stars, we love those the best. Um, That always helps. And we're going to continue this. We're going to take a look at not just the guys that are going to be the starters or that are the rookie class that everybody's excited about. We're going to go through a number of spotlights about players that we think can make an impact, plus, minus, or different. So thank you for listening to this, watching it on the tube. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next time. Ryan Tracy is the founder of Rogue Analytics and the host of RGR Football on YouTube. Follow him there. Chris Clark is a senior analyst at ChiefsDigest.com where you can get his work. Rate and review at Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you for listening.